Hello, and welcome to Some of the Answers with Jen and Jamie. This is the official podcast of Third Eye Family Solutions, where we help you find a new perspective that will empower you to live a life of your dreams. Each week, we explore topics that are designed to help you face the challenges that come with life. We don't have all of the answers, but we do have some of them. So join us as we share our thoughts, ideas, and advice to bring your ideal self into focus. All right. Well, hello. Well, hello. <laughs> so this week, we're going to be talking about intentions. Um, in our first episode, we talked a lot about why we are not big fans of New Year's resolutions and the whole world that gets created when we resolve that we're going to do something. And we left you with a big cliffhanger, which was, so then what? If not that, then what? Right. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today is a little bit about setting intentions and whether that's an intention for a specific event or activity or for your day, your week, your month or your year or even in your entire life. It's all really the same thing, just on a different scale. Right. Um, so we're going to start by looking at how, how what is what does an intention look like? Right. And one of the places we like to start looking is why. Why are you setting an intention? Or why are you setting that particular intention? And as we were discussing and preparing for this episode, we talked about how, you know, you may have an intention that is set for your entire year or life, but a lot of times it's really looking at little aspects of your life, different areas like in your relationship or for work or with your children or around your wellness or... I'm drawing a blank. There's got to be some more, right? right. Like, well, I, you know, one of the things I think is so interesting about this and we, you know, while we feel strongly about not creating a new year's resolution in the traditional sense, um, I think we made clear last time, it's not that we're saying you're not being intentional and creative about what you're actually causing. And one of the things that Jen, I know you and I got to really explore while we were looking at what we wanted to share on this podcast is just how, fundamental and important being clear about who you are and what you're actually intending and what you're actually preparing and causing to create as a result and an experience in life is really fundamental to how you and I operate in our everyday life. Absolutely. I think it could be, it's like, we're probably pretty clear about when we wake up in the morning like what we're actually out to cause and who we're going to be and what our experience is. Every single meeting that we walk into, there's a clear intention. Yes. Um, probably almost every communication and interaction with another person, we're clear about a conscious intention. So it's not just big things like our lives, our weddings, our children, <laughs> our the ceremonies we create, but it really is um, – kind of the air that we breathe because we're always creating something absolutely so we're just bringing practices today about how do you get really conscious and clear about what you are creating right which is so distinct from what we were talking about resolutions which is so often about not doing something yes right so that's really it's and it's not just the negative and the positive it's there's a huge difference between I'm going into this this meeting with this client right and my intention today is for that client to get clear about something they've been struggling with, mm -hmm. right? Which is very different than I'm going to go into this meeting with this client and make sure they don't complain about their ex-husband again. Right. Right. That yes. would be a not doing or making sure someone else doesn't do something. And it just creates an entirely different world in every interaction that you have. That's right. Yeah. And, it, and, and we're going to, we're going to, you know, touch on, specific and measurable results, right? And we said a little bit about that last time. 
and maybe a teaser in the next podcast. Yes. Gonna really go into absolutely. How do, you, how do you cause those in reality measurable results for yourself? Like this client walks out of here clear about what they're going to communicate to their partner. Right. Right. And then there's the world of this client's going to walk, like what's going to be present in my interaction with this human being is honor, peace and clarity. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Which, I think Which could really be an intention. Could be an intention. Yeah. Is what we're out to share with you and, and, uh, you know, guide you in your journey of discovering for yourself yeah how does one create an intention what are your intentions are you intentional about what you are creating yeah. and then how does that look and we could probably do an entire other episode on that there actually always is an intention whether you're present to it or not yep. and if it's just an unconscious intention running the show it's probably not going to produce what you really want right um so you know in 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 creating intentions, the first thing to do is really to look at what's in most important. So we just use the example of meeting with clients, right, which we both do on a daily basis. Um, but it could be, you know, if you're looking at your year or looking at your a, a relationship with a particular person or a project you're un- working on, right, looking at what's in most important of that. And so we're going to start out with some really big examples that we were talking about, um, which is that we actually each have an intention that exists in our marriages. Mm-hmm. And we both have pretty extraordinary marriages which we're going to get into more in a couple episodes as well. But um, I know that yours is this whole world of true north, right? So can you say a little bit about what that means for you and Jared, as well as kind of how you came up with that? I know you don't know like the whole process, right? But just a little bit about where that came from. Yeah, no, that's so great. So I would love to share about that. So, So my husband, Jared, and I, we've been married for, I think it'll be 13 years in October. And... Um, you know, before we got married, we really did do this process that I think might be unique to how some marriages go, which is we turned, I like to say we turned over every stone Mm. and shone a light into every dark corner. So we were really looking for what's incomplete about your past relationships. What, what's incomplete about who you are for yourself in relationships? What are you, what are we actually out to cause? Is there anything we haven't actually communicated have we talked about all like the major decisions there are to make in life and how we want to be in life to make sure it's compatible? So we're really looking <laughs> at, and it looked like this process of like, okay, that's not it, that's not it, that's not what mm. we want, that's not what we want, that's not what we want, which is actually really important when you're getting clear about your why and what you want and what your intention is. You Absolutely. Be clear about what's not it, and that's often what shows up first. So we went through this whole process together over a couple of months. Then we got to a space where we could actually look together at like, okay, so what now, now right here together, looking ahead at our future, what do we actually want to create together? And what's the intention of our relationship? And the way we say it is the intention of our relationship is really this idea of true north. And for us, true north is, you know, it means that you're never lost. Mm. So it means you always have a true direction. And in our relationship, the possibility of true north is my promise to my husband is that I always return him back to who he is. Wow. And that I honor and I am committed that he always honor himself. Now, even if that means what is really important to him and what is next for him 
isn't me right at some point yeah it could like, be right I actually mean that now i'm not committed to that sure and but it but it really it had to include that to stand authentically in who we are as the possibility of true north yeah right? and um and it is that like you're gonna honor you mm-hmm. above all else and inside of that if you're honoring who you are I get honored and everybody else gets honored, yeah. you know, and, and inside of that too, other people get to be who they are and sure. we get to have our relationship be an expression of what's really possible in the world of relationships, right. and marriage. Um, and I know that you also, right. That you went through a, a, a similar process <laughs> and, um, you and your husband have a, have a, what I think is an incredibly inspiring why, of your relationship. So would you share that with us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So ours is a little different because we've been together for 10 years, but we've only been married for a little over one. And so we weren't actually married when we created this, but we were in a workshop with some friends of ours, Lon and Sandy Goldnick, actually. Um, And in that workshop, what we were looking at is what is the purpose of your relationship? So it's a little bit different than an intention, but it also is an intention in and of itself, yes. right? So the purpose of our relationship is to create opportunities for people to thrive. And, you know, it was a, a similar experience, right, in looking at, well, what is the purpose, right? So we, we kept coming up with these things that weren't quite it. But if, as we looked at what's most important to us and who we are in the world, both of us are helpers, He's a contractor. Mm-hmm. And in, and his expression of helping people is, let me fix that for you. Let me build that for you. Let me move that for you, right? Like you've got this problem and I can manually get in there, fix it, and now you're smiling and happy, right? Um, my world of quote unquote helping is a little different, but with my clients that I work with, um, with the other volunteer work I do, I'm always looking at how can I make a difference here? And we also looked at um, with our children and our family, you know, we have nine kids in our family and what we really want for them is to thrive in life. And that's what we got clear through that process that that's really what we're here to do, not just as individuals, but as a couple. So together, what we do is we create opportunities for people to thrive. Mm-hmm. And it becomes sort of the underlying intention so often when we look at, well, what do we want to do? How do we want to fix this problem? Or, you know, one of the children is struggling with something. Well, we're committed to them thriving. So what's missing that would have them thrive, right? Mm-hmm. And that becomes that becomes a thing with me, with my clients. That becomes how he works with his clients is not just let me fix this tile for you because it never works out that way. He goes onto a job site and sure he'll fix the tile, but while he's there, he's also going to fix your leaky sink Mm -hmm. and make sure that you know how much it's going to cost you in a few months to fix your roof and all of those things so that your home can be a place that really honors you. And that's, and then the whole world becomes about how do we thrive and how do we support others in thriving? Mm. So that's that background intention that gets created with our relationship too. I really love that. And I think that you, you said something um, that I want to highlight. You said, you know, so they could be like, well, so why? I don't know. That sounds like a lot of work to create this whole like intention or what my relationship right. <laughs> or my whatever is for. And, but you said something brilliant. You said, you know, with the nine kids in the combined family, and mm-hmm. there could be times where you might not know what action to take. Yes. And you might not know where to stand or you might not know what's needed or, you know, just all the things, all the areas in life where we can't, where we, we just don't know. Right. And when then you, what I heard you say, right, is then you could, you could look from 
who, what we're committed to and who we are are that people around us thrive. Yeah. So standing there. Now, what action are we going to take? Exactly. And you have the same thing, right? It's like, okay, we're in the middle of a struggle. There's a crisis. There's an emergency or whatever. Okay. Well, I've got Jared to look to and with so that you have that direction of true north to true yourself up. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. true him up if they, if that's right. the, what's needed in the moment. Um, and so I think it works with yours as well. It really is like, okay, it, it gets really easy, especially with crisis. And we all have crises, right? I, we joked about it one time, but it's actually true with nine kids. They're never all okay. <laughs> they really aren't. Someone always has something going on. And whether it's a little something or a big something, there's always something with that many children around. Um, and even though four of them, five of them are adults now, there's still always something, right? And in those moments, it can become really easy to panic or, you know, take really ineffective actions. But as long as we keep reminding ourselves, oh, wait, that person's not thriving. What needs mm. to be created so that they can thrive? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. really great. That's really great. And it's like, in- it's instead of what it could be is some complaint about this kid is yes. doing X, Y, or Z and Y and blah, blah. No, it's like, no, okay, this kid's not thriving. Right. So, and we're committed and who we are that people thrive. So now what's needed for this kid to thrive? It just gets just really simple. I can hear that just trues you up. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's so powerful. So, yo, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, so I wanted to talk a a little bit about this, this process of what I would call, you know, this process of creation. Yeah. In creating an intention for your life, your day, your marriage, your event, your meeting. Um, what you really are doing is a process of creation. You're consciously intending how this is going to go and who you're going to be. Yeah. And I wanted to say a little bit about that who you're going to be component. So, you know, there was a there's a book that I read, I don't know, about 20 years ago. It was this Conversations with God. It's been a while. Dialogue, right? Yep. Yeah, with Neil Donald Walsh. And... And I, and I found those books really intriguing, but there was a particular element um, that I discovered for myself really resonated as true and valid for me. And it was this creation process he talked about in the book, which is that most people go through life saying to themselves, when I have this thing, whatever it is, when I have this thing, right. then, then I will do whatever, and then I will be happy or whatever so yes okay so like when i have more time then i will travel Mm -hmm. where i want to go and then i will feel fulfilled or when i have more money then then i will pay all my bills and be out of debt and i will be freed up free yes Yes, right this whole world of um have do be yeah and you know in that that book and and just one of the places that that that's been reflected back to me in my life um we looked at the fallacy of that, you know, because then we just spend our life in this spinning our wheels until we, whatever, our circumstances look a particular way. Right. Because when are you going to actually have it? Right. We don't know. We, you might have it. You might never have it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you're, you're completely then at the, at the, um, at the mercy at of, the mercy of <laughs> right? your circumstances yeah. and the state of the world. Okay. So the creation process <laughs> really flips that on its on its head and that would be this be do have phenomenon Mm -hmm. which would say you're going to be a particular way and out of being that way 
there are going to naturally be actions that you find yourself taking. Yeah. Okay? So you're going to naturally do things. Then you're going to have these results that you've been looking for. Okay? Right. So it wouldn't, you know, for your example, it would be who I'm going to be. So you can just really look at what do I, what do I want? I want an abundance of finances. Okay. Why? Well, because if I had that, I would just have the sense of freedom, like you said. Right. Okay. So then we would, we're suggesting what there is to do is then create yourself as somebody who's free. Mm-hmm. Look for opportunities to experience yourself as freedom and maybe even as important, create opportunities for others to experience themselves as free too. Right. So what you have is this ex- who you're being is free. Yeah. Freedom. And when you're being free, you have the freedom then to look at what actions you might take. Absolutely. That from not from some other state that's not free, you might not see. So there you are, free. Then you can see all these new actions you would take. So right. there's things you would do. And when you do those things and what you what you have are like these these results you want. To. Yes. And you have the money or you have the business or you have you know, whatever it is that you were looking for. Yeah. And next episode, we're going to talk a lot more about creating those actions, right? Because when you're standing and being free, that in and of itself does not pay the bills, right? That doesn't take you on the trip. That doesn't give you wellness. That doesn't give you an extraordinary relationship. It's the actions that you take out of being that way absolutely that create it right so we'll talk more about the action part next time um but for now we wanted to just look a little bit at how do you get there mm-hmm. how do you get from okay i'm in this swirl of stuff and i want to create an intention to this is my intention yeah right so as we were looking through the steps for ourselves um we saw that the first thing to look at well what is it that you want right so we're going to kind of talk about the steps and we'll give you some examples, but starting first with what do you want in whatever area or timeline of life that you're looking at? And then also what do you want to accomplish there? Mm. Which um, can start to sound a little bit like, well, I want to have this. And so we're doing it backwards again. But by the time you get through the whole process, you'll, you'll get more to the being first, right? So what do I want? What do I want to accomplish? And then the question would be to ask yourself what's needed, what is needed to accomplish that? Mm. So if you, um, you know, to use the finance example again, if what you want is to have an abundance in finances, well, what would actually be needed to get there? Well, I would need a different job or I would need an entirely new career or maybe I need some education or, or what else what else it is that you would actually need to get there. Um, and then when you can start to see what you need then you can start to look at, okay, what would actually make that, right? So let's say it's, okay, I need to go get a college degree. Mm. What would make that a joy- enjoyable? Yeah. What would make that effective? What would make going back to college because you're clear that's the right pathway for you? What would make it fun? Mm. You know, not like it's going to be fun every moment of every day, but what overall would make it fun and enjoyable and effective? Mm-hmm. And then lastly, what would create that, so what would create that thing that you said would make it enjoyable or ineffective, right? And, you know, one, one phrase that we're both very familiar with is what is missing in this whole thing that would make a difference for whatever it is that you're out to create or That's achieve, right. right? That's right. So we both went through processes for creating our word for the year. Um, and so I, I'd love for you to talk a little bit, you know, kind of going through that process to get to your word and I'm not going to say the word yet, right? Because we don't want to give the spoiler alert. But what was what was kind of the process that you went through mm. that got you to your word for 2020? Yeah, no, that's great. You know, so I, 
I went like big picture and then worked it down. So the, so big picture for me, you know, what my life is for. The intention of my life is to be of service. Mm. And my my promise and commitment on the planet are that all people are seen and heard. So inside of that, it, it trues me up every time. Yeah. You know, when I don't know what to do or who to be or what actions to take, it's like, okay, so I said all people yes. are seen and heard. <laughs> and that's not always easy right. for me. And then I'm like, well, you mean those people? Even those right. people? Right. The ones I heard. don't like I have don't to be seen and those heard? Those people are mean. I yeah. don't know whoever those people are, right? Yeah, no, no. Everybody gets to be seen and heard. And um, so in this this year, I reflected on that, and I realized sometimes inside of my intention of all people being seen and heard, what happens is I stop listening to myself. Wow. Yeah. And I remember that I'm included in all people. And um, so while we were doing, you know, we went through our process of creating our vision boards and, and, and the, all of the things that you walked people through in our last episode, when I got to go into that process myself and look at, you know, what am I creating and what pictures spoke to me, there was overwhelming, overwhelming these pictures of like stillness, mm. quiet and calm water and um nature and forests and foundations and what I could see for myself that was missing as a way in being that really inspires me to live my life inside of this year is this idea of just being really rooted Mm. and for me being rooted looks like there's a stillness in being rooted, but it's not inactive. It's actually very active. Absolutely. Uh, and think about tree pose and yoga, no, right? That right. takes something. Yes. No, I take yeah. lots of actions up to a lot of things in life. And, but it's the time to, it's the pause. It's the practices for me inside of being rooted. So inside of that possibility, like one of the actions that were there for me is to take up a hot yoga practice to mm. increase the, my meditative practice. Um, to do to spend more time outside and those are all things that give me the sense of being really grounded really plugged into something that's part of me but much bigger than me that then guides me and when I'm in that place I can hear myself or I can hear what I would say is my highest self and my truest intention and then I can honor that in my day-to-day actions. Yeah. And, you know, if you look back at our list of how do you get there, right? What do I want and what do I want to accomplish? Well, I want all people to be seen and heard. What's needed? Not losing your voice. Right. Not lo- not losing connection with yourself in all of that, right? So what will make what would make that effective and enjoyable? Well, it would be practices that would have mm-hmm. you stay grounded and connected to yourself and not lose your voice in things. Well, what would create that? being rooted, mm-hmm. right? Yep. There's the super simple version of it. Yep. Now, I know that you probably weren't thinking through quite this process when you were going through that, but I know that our, our processes in doing this are similar, yes. right? Yes. So, you know, I had a similar process, which was, what do I want for 2020? Well, I have a lot of goals and big things that I'm out to create, like building Third Eye Family Solutions. Um, you know, we just started, I started in August, and I think you started in October, right? Um, And there's a lot of building and creating to do there. Um, With the school that I work with, there's a lot of a lot of big goals to accomplish this year in um, relocating, in growing. Right. And in my family, there's all these projects we're taking around, uh, taking on around our home and this huge vacation we're taking Mm. with all of the kids in April. And, you know, all of these things I want to accomplish. Well, what's needed? 
what's needed is going to be a whole lot of structure to make that happen. And, um, and a whole lot of integrity in keeping promises and taking the actions that I promise. And structure and integrity aren't exactly the most inspiring things in, in mm, life, right? Mm, like they can be, sure. but when I say the word structure and integrity, you don't go, Oh wow, that sounds like so much fun. So I, st- in looking at what would make it enjoyable, you know, things that came up for me were things like partnership would make it enjoyable. Mm. Um, games that are fun would make it enjoyable. I get bored really easily if I'm not getting fun and kind of rewarding myself intrinsically or extrinsically, it doesn't matter. And then what would create that for me was power. And so, you know, in there's a lot of power in integrity. There's a lot of power in structures that are yes. working. There's a lot of power in taking those actions. And that's where I got to was that's my word for 2020 is power. And just like, you know, going back constantly to creating opportunities for people to thrive, you know, in my moments in January, which was the longest month that's ever happened ever, <laughs> um, is stopping and going, okay, well, where, what would create my feeling of being, being power, right? Which can also be empowering. Um, what would create power with other people? What action right here would have the most power? Mm. And so it, just like those intentions we have in our marriages, it's just constantly coming back to that word power. So, um, you know, that's kind of the idea and the context of creating an intention. And hopefully you can look through that process for yourself. And again, it's looking at what do I want? What do I want to accomplish? What's needed to have that, to accomplish that? What will make it enjoyable and effective? And lastly, what will create that? What is going to create that? So that where you're coming from is this context or intention. That's right. And most importantly, who are you going to be? Yeah. It's going to cause that in reality. Yep. So that's uh, the end of our episode for this week. And we will talk to you more next week about goals and games. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Some of the Answers. To learn more about Jen, Jamie, or Third Eye Family Solutions, log on to thirdeyefamilysolutions.com. That's third, T-H-I-R-D-I-E-Y-E, familysolutions.com. Some of the Answers podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, and Podbean. This podcast is the property of Third Eye Family Solutions, copyright 2020, and the music is owned fully by Gabe Schwartz. Join us next time for Some of the Answers.